This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Sue Orosa. Sue has a mission to help stressed women reconnect with themselves and overcome their mental blockages. Sue is a mental health and wellness coach who gives women the tools they need to manage their inner critic and put a stop to self-sabotaging behaviors. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me on your show. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Okay, so, well, my journey, I guess it's, you could say that it started very early on when I kind of, my mom was really good at kind of empathizing with people that had problems. So she was a nurse for many years and she she would take me to um, this house her friend's house and her friend had a child who had learning disabilities and he needed support so from then on from very early age I kind of knew that this was the right kind of way to be in the world to look out for other people to be to offer kind of help and support so that kind of opened my mind a little bit when I was younger but my own journey has involved a great deal of um, loss you know people um, dying and relationships you know, uh, kind of not working out and that kind of stuff. So I've had a lot of kind of internal pain myself um, and lots of kind of big decisions like we all do, I guess, as we move through life, you know, which jobs should I take and am I really uh, living up to my potential and that kind of stuff. So eventually um, I decided that I needed my own counselling. So I went for my own counselling and I thought it was brilliant. I thought, wow, I get to speak about myself for a whole 50 minutes. (laughs) I thought it was great, you know, like really properly be heard and understood Um, because I was going through a few problems, obviously, at the time. Um, And through that experience, I thought, wow, it just blew my mind. And I thought, actually, I would like to be sitting in that chair one day. Um, And then that's what happened. I eventually went on and uh, did my own, you know, counselling qualification trained as a counsellor and then a few years later quite a few about eight years after that I decided that I also wanted to focus on the future and do some coaching training because whilst I absolutely love counselling there was something missing about the journey ahead and so now what I do is a mixture of counselling and coaching together um, and bring in other kind of tools as well. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I've I've been to kind of counseling or, or therapy for some of the stuff that has happened to me in my childhood and along the way. And I think it's important. People are often kind of turned off by it. Like, I don't need it. But yeah. they're not necessarily telling you what to do. They're kind of guiding you through the process to find your own yeah. resolution. So I think that's really exactly. important in terms of, mm. you know, pointing out. And I think a lot of people can just use somebody to talk to. It doesn't necessarily have to be a therapist. But somebody just to get the things out that are on your mind and kind of on yeah. your chest as well. 
Yeah, so important. And I think you're absolutely right. It's somebody that guides you and helps you to kind of access what's already there, you know, your own resources um, without telling you or trying to fix you in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with everything going on with the world, obviously, the the COVID yeah. thing has died down a little bit globally. Obviously, in some yeah. countries, it's still kind of flaring up, but being kind of isolated, mm. being, you know, staying at home is leading yeah. to a lot more kind of mental health issues and mental health in general yeah. is kind of overlooked thing globally, I think. And it's really important to, you know, get your yeah. mind right first and come to terms with things before you can, yeah. you know, help somebody else or be as productive yeah. as you can be. Absolutely right. You know, it's it's that you know you can only take somebody on a journey as far as you've gone yourself. So it's so important, as you say, you know, to look within ourselves and to have that commitment to kind of uh, be in the world with an open mind, an open heart, um, and really look at what our um, you know what our challenges are whether we have whether we hold prejudices because that's very topical right now as well that kind of stuff and really have an honest look and dig deep and be real with ourselves about what we think about other people where our beliefs come from you know why we behave the way we do you know like really take time take stock to look at that Um, and that's all part of what can make us feel healthier in the world for sure I agree. And it's not like with personal things and professional things, it's not a destination. It's an ongoing process to build yourself over time. And obviously the experiences you've had good and bad define who you are now, but there's some things you may deal with, you know, in a day, month, year, 10 years, that is a lot harder. And you constantly have to kind of put yourself in check and come to terms so you can be, you know, as functional as possible. Yeah, exactly. I think you're absolutely right. It is. It's a. It's a journey, isn't it? It's. A, it's. It's a never-ending journey. You know, once you start looking at who you really are and trying to discover who you are, that's it. You. You can't go back. You know. Um, and whilst they say ignorance is bliss, it's not really. It's not going to really get you that. You know, a life full of meaning and purpose to just live unconsciously. So, um, and I think you're right. It is. It's. Um, it's something that takes time and it's a journey that once you're on there, that's it. You, you don't look back, you can't. Um, and there's always stuff to unravel about who we are, you know? Always. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what motivates you to succeed? Um, I guess a passion for, for life and living. And what motivates me is, is that I do have a sense of um, hope and I guess positivity Um, and so that's what keeps me going and there are days I can't lie you know (laughs) there are days when I think oh my god what am I doing (laughs) you know and I think that's probably the same for most of us Um, but then I, I kind of remind myself that actually what I have done in the past and what I'm trying to do is worthy and it's good it's useful and get a lot of positive feedback um, and it's okay to have your bad days where you don't feel successful um, but actually it's about taking a step back and looking at you know what you're trying to achieve really and um, yeah just keep just to keep going to know that there's always more to be done more yeah I think it's like tapping into that creativity 
we, that keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to have that kind of positive mindset because where yeah. you put your mind and who you let in in terms of how they make you feel is important yeah. so if everyone around you yeah. is negative and putting yeah. you down ultimately obviously it's hard but you have that primary uh, responsibility to let that negativity in it changing you as well so obviously no one's positive or motivated 100 percent of the time and on social media and different other you know outlets you see people that are so you know perfect and are always happy <laughs> and everything's yeah. a rainbow and sunshine all the time, but that's not the case. Yeah. So thinking and, and, and understanding that everyone's going through something and everyone technically sometimes on a daily basis has to dig themselves out of it and just keep going and, and stay motivated in that sense. Yeah. And it can be a really tough challenge for people just getting outside, you know, getting out the front door can be really challenging but I think you're right it's like looking at those assumptions that we might have you know of of people and to know that everybody's got their own challenges can really help us to have that sense of compassion for people you know and if we all had that then what an amazing world this would be yeah I agree and I think it's 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 being kind of in touch and self-conscious with yourself and having some level of empathy and a development over time of your emotional IQ through obviously your experiences. Absolutely. And developing that emotional IQ is so important. It's how we be in the world, isn't it? And if, but it starts off with being able to also love ourselves. Although some people find it really easy to give empathy, to offer empathy and love other people, but not themselves. Whereas, you know, if we could do that, that would be amazing because, you know, we're all worthy human beings. And for me, self-compassion is one of those keys, you know, um, and developing, that, as you said earlier, um, a positive mindset. That's all about, you know, if I believe in myself enough that I am worthy, then I'm going to work on myself to start changing these beliefs, the negative beliefs I might have about myself. So important. Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Well, I found that quite hard to think about, actually. It was because I didn't dare go there. But um, I think I know that when I was starting off in, the, in my in counseling business, Counselors, typically, we don't see ourselves as coaches. It's quite different. It's a different uh, space. And it was very hard for me. I guess a weakness was that I wasn't I wasn't savvy on social media, if that's a, it's a technical weakness. Um, and I wasn't very visible. So I wasn't kind of maybe developed in, enough in myself that I would know sufficiently who I was to, to get myself out there. So I didn't have a website for many years because I think I was, I feared judgment, you know, enough to, to not do that. Luckily, I didn't actually, you know, I didn't need one. I was on directories and I had word of mouth, so my work was fine. But actually, that was a stumbling block of, for me. So um, now, however, after having had my own coaches, um who were fantastic and very kind, you know, uh, and loving, but firm. 
coaches, uh, they really got me on track with that and started to enable me to have a different mindset around being judged and visibility. So now I'm really, I'm much stronger now in, in who I am and what I have to offer. And I don't mind talking about it. I'm on podcasts, you know, so it's turned every, my life around really professionally as well as personally. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of anxious with that um, in terms of putting themselves out there. What will people think? How would they look at me if I'm going to be judged? I think one of the um, most feared things, obviously we're on a podcast, but also putting yourself out there. So people identified as them being afraid of speaking in front of people more than actually dying. So it's obviously wow. it's a real thing. <laughs> Studies have been done. And it's wow. you know it's one of those things where I think everyone has a story to tell, but you know, if you're the best at what you do and you have so much to offer, how are people going to know if you don't put yourself out there? So yeah. especially with social media and the internet, with the whole pandemic, you know, we've communicated via video conferencing and the internet for the most part in terms of staying connected yes. with family, friends and colleagues. Yeah. So if you're not doing that, I mean, it's hard to even, you know, stay in touch. Yeah, really is. Absolutely. People have had to embrace a whole new way of being, death for sure, and technology, thank God, has been a massive part of that. But for those of us who are already a little bit tech-savvy, it's not been so hard a transition. But if, if you haven't been, then wow, that must have been a tough one, you know, um, on many levels, absolutely. And, and yes, you're right, how will people know about you? And you don't really have to be the best in your industry, you just have to, be, you know, I, I don't think I'm the best, you know, but... I'm out there, I'm doing my thing. And if people resonate with me and they want to work with me, that's that's cool. Um, you know, so that's that's enough. That's good enough for me. But um, how do, you're right, how do people know you're out there? How, how do they know you exist unless you, you put yourself out there in some way, you know? And that that's difficult, really difficult. There's so much around being judged. And like you said earlier, that that perfect persona that people put out there especially on Instagram you know of how you're supposed to be well you know if that's not the case is that we all know that that's not real you know we can't uh, function like that yeah and I think when you put yourself out there then you get the right people attracted to you if no one knows who you are and who you are as a person then yeah. the right people aren't going to connect with you so if you yes. have nothing out there, you may get everybody in far in between, and that's yeah. not necessarily your target audience. But if yeah. you really tell your story, what you have to offer, yeah. mm -hmm. those people will hear it. And then oftentimes yeah. you get connected with your ideal client, ideal yeah. you know, business partner, right. and just people of similar mindsets are looking for that specific product service or that's who you it. are as a person. Yeah. And that's not been easy for me, you know, because I've... I, I do lots of different things, do Reiki, yoga, um, EFT, e emotional freedom technique, counseling and coaching. And it's been really hard for me to just hone it down to one thing. And all the coaches, they say, you know, you've got to find a niche. And that's been really, that's hard. And to be honest, I still kind of struggle with that a bit. So I've managed to hone it down of, okay, who have I really enjoyed working with that could be my ideal clients? And typically they've been women, although I do work with men as well. And I run workshops as well, personal development workshops. Um, so who are my ideal clients? You know, those uh, I've had to think long and hard about, about who they are. And it's typically women, professional women, who have emotional, uh, some kind of emotional barriers 
that's stopping them from moving forward in some way. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's important for somebody that you know offers a service or a product. I oftentimes connect with their story. So if you know I'm a yeah. foster parent, I have that mm-hmm. commonality. If somebody is a business owner mm-hmm. or something that mm-hmm. has went through similar things, or my wife and I have been through five miscarriages before we became foster wow. parents. So uh-huh. that automatic con- like connection, you you know that person mm. understands. You. And I think if like yeah. I went to maybe help people that have went through similar experiences, or you know foster kids that we thought we were going to adopt that ended up leaving and getting reunified, I can speak on that as you know someone yeah. that actually has been through it. And yeah. I think it's important exactly. to connect with the people that are going yeah. through it. But there's people out there, you know. Yeah talking to people, but not necessarily going through those experiences. So I think you're, you already have that kind of connection, emotional connection developed because you really understand mm-hmm. what that person is going through. Absolutely. And, and people, ask, as you say, they connect with that and they want authentic people to work with. You know, they want authenticity um, because through that you can model your own Uh, I don't know vulnerability in a way you know because you've been real about your story and you can own it and then that models to people that you know what it's okay to talk about the problems that you've had it's okay because we've all had different types of problems and it's you know and you're not weird in any way for having those and it's okay to talk about them so if we can own our stories then yeah you're giving permission for for people to do the same yeah yeah I agree good stuff yeah so what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? Um, I'd say, oh, it's difficult if you just say one piece of advice, isn't it? <laughs> Which one to choose from? Um, I think don't be scared. And I think you said it actually earlier on. Don't be scared to, to go out there and ask for the help that you need. You know, don't, don't, it's okay it's not being weak it's not being weak to go out there and ask for help um you deserve it you deserve it uh, yeah you deserve to be helped because you're worthy um and it doesn't mean you're 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 weak in any way to start showing your vulnerabilities in some way to somebody who cares yeah, and oftentimes you're the barrier in doing so, so you have to kind of come yeah. to terms, and that's the scariest part, just yeah. reaching out or even, you know, starting something or attempting something new because yeah. humans are a creature of habit, so whenever yeah. something is not comfortable, your psyche tells you no, 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 yeah. because it's kind of <laughs> a survival mechanism, stay in what you know in terms of a habit, and that's don't it. kind of veer away, but when yeah. you kind of make that jump, oftentimes, you know, most likely than not, that decision is gratifying and leads to a lot more kind of, you know, positive actions or interactions in the future. Absolutely. It takes courage as well to do that, you know, Um, but it's that first step is the hardest for sure. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you or anything else you have going on? Yep. Thank you. Um, so they can find me on www.suorosa.com and that's S-U-O-R-O-S-A. It's my website. Have a look around there. You can contact me. You can email me from that site. Um, there's also a Facebook page, Sue Arosa, and a personal growth hub called 
personal growth hub which is a facebook group um and that's for support around um personal development and mental health as well and it's all free awesome thanks again for stopping by no worries thank you very much This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.